You are Locked On Orioles, your daily podcast on the Baltimore Orioles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, welcome back to Locked On Orioles, where it's all O's all the time. This is a podcast that gives you analysis and news about the Orioles from the clubhouse to the warehouse and beyond. I'm your host, Justin McGuire. I've been an Orioles fan since the 1970s, longer than a lot of you have been alive. I first started following the team in 1977. It's rookie year for Eddie Murray and the final year for Brooks Robinson. And I've been following the team through good times and bad ever since. I am also a veteran baseball journalist. I spent eight years as a senior editor at Sporting News. I host another podcast. It's called Baseball by the Book. I interview authors of baseball books past and present. You can find that everywhere podcasts are available, so please check that out. Today, Kyle Andrews returns to the podcast. He's the Orioles beat reporter for Fox Sports 1340 AM. And we're going to talk about Alex Cobb, the Orioles rotation, and finalizing the 25-man roster. We'll get to that in just a second. First reminder that we are available on Apple Podcasts. So please go and subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and leave a review for us. We'd really appreciate that. You can also find us on Stitcher. We are also available on LockedOnOrioles.com. Follow us on Twitter, at LockedOnOrioles. And if you'd like to suggest guests or topics for the podcast or send us mailbag questions, please do so at LockedOnOrioles at gmail.com. That same email address can be used if you're interested in advertising on Locked On Orioles or any of the Locked On Baseball podcasts. This is an opportunity to reach a sophisticated, digitally savvy baseball audience. So please get in touch. Again, it's LockedOnOrioles at gmail.com. Okay, let's get on with the interview with Kyle Andrews. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Orioles. We're joined now by Kyle Andrews. He's the Orioles beat reporter for Fox Sports 1340 AM in Baltimore. Welcome back, Kyle. Hi, how are you doing today, Justin? I'm very good. Um, I wanted to ask you about a couple of things uh, involving the Orioles rotation. Um, one thing that a lot of fans are asking, I've seen a lot of this on Twitter, um, in the blogosphere, people are asking, why have the Orioles apparently shown no interest in Alex Cobb? We know Cobb is still out there for some reason. I'm not sh- quite sure why he's still available at this point. But the Orioles need starting pitching. He's there. He can probably be had relatively cheap. Uh, why do you think the Orioles haven't shown any interest in him so far? The Orioles, as of right now, they've had uh, a couple of issues with guys that have had injuries in the past. Obviously, Alex Cobb has had some elbow problems. Um, I don't know if that's caused him any issues in the past couple of months or uh, in in the past year or so. He looked pretty good last season, but um, – you know, they had that whole situation with Grant Balfour back in 2014 where he failed the physical, and um, the Orioles have seemed kind of timid on that front, especially when it comes to, you know, signing guys that have had injury issues in the past. Um, they they could overlook that, but, of course, they probably wouldn't want to, you know, give them a little bit more money than, you know, than – I guess Lance Lynn got. Lance Lynn also had some issues uh, shoulder, shoulder-wise and elbow-wise. So, you know, that's just one thing. The Orioles, they'll just have to overlook. If they do want somebody that will improve the rotation, they're going to have to go for Cobb. But I, as of right now, it doesn't look like they'll do that. Yeah, and it's interesting to me because Cobb is a guy who – seemingly would be a good fit at Camden Yards. He's a ground ball pitcher, you know, a sinker baller. I was looking at his, his stats. His his walk rate was relatively low last year. Um, doesn't walk a lot of guys. 
Uh, and that seems like a good a good re- recipe for success at Cameron Yards because obviously one of the big issues there is allowing a lot of cheap homers, which is something we we've seen from so many Orioles starters in recent years. And it seems so. It seems like he would be kind of a good fit. Um, and and based on what Lance Lynn got, you know, which is a one year, twelve million dollar deal, it seems like you could get him without having to commit to more than a year or two, which obviously is something there. They're interested in, and it seems like you could get him with really out without even getting the payroll to where it was last year. So it, it's sort of surprising to me that there hasn't been more interest, um, given that he's he's a fairly low risk, potentially high reward guy. Yeah, I, I say the same thing, especially with the fact that um, everybody's talked about how Mike Wright has looked pretty good this season. I mean, this uh, spring training, but at the same time, he hasn't shown success in the major leagues like. Alex Cobb has, and Alex Cobb has pitched in the AL East in the past with the Rays, and he's shown that he can he can pitch pretty well. So it it kind of is mind boggling, but you know the Orioles haven't made that move, and I, I guess that they feel like going into the season with Mike Wright, they feel a little bit of confidence in him, which is uh, fairly surprising to say the least. Yeah, because like you said, I mean, right, he's done okay in spring training, but. As we know, spring training is a small sample size. It's not a representative sample size. You're not even necessarily facing the best hitters in every team, um, especially early on. And, you know, there's there, when we look at what he's done in the major leagues, I'd say that's probably more indicative of what he's capable of than what he's done for, you know, six weeks in, in Florida. But, you know, it's the Orioles, and they're going to seemingly try to do this without uh, going up to last year's payroll, and this is this is one way of doing that, I guess. So let's let's look. Let's look at the rotation. We know that Bundy and Gosman are set. Um, Kashner are set. Um, Tillman, I know he had a good outing on Monday, uh, you know, a decent outing, uh, which is, uh, you know, a lot better than his first time out. But how much confidence do you think they have in Tillman? Are we definitely going to see him in the rotation, do you think? I think he'll be in a rotation, but at the same time, you know, they're going to have him kind of on a shorter leash. They only signed him to a one-year, $3 million deal. Of course, they're going to want to see him – they want to get the most out of him, obviously. But um, if he doesn't cut it, then I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a move somehow. Yeah, so so we look at Wright as maybe the fifth starter at that point then. Um, how about other guys whose names have come up, you know, in the uh, in the offseason? There was some talk of Castro. So there's been some talk of, of Nestor Cortez. Um, do you think any of those guys have a real shot, or is it pretty much you know Tillman Wright at the back end at this point, do you think? I think as of right now, it's Tillman and Wright. Castro will probably be that guy that will get some spot starts here and there. Um, Cortez at this point, is, I mean, they do need a left-handed reliever. It would probably help if they had a lefty and a righty, you know, as a long reliever. But um, it's not known at this moment. I mean, he hasn't had really a, a good spring, so – it's going to be tough for him to make the team. But if he does make the team, you know, he'll make it as a long reliever. It wouldn't hurt to have him around because he does have talent. It's just that he hasn't had the greatest of springs. So, you know, they'll just have to figure that, that situation out at the at the end of the spring training. Yeah, so it sounds like it really was a situation where they were going to let these guys all pitch a little bit and whoever did best was going to get that first crack at the rotation. And Wright seems to be the guy right now. The other question, and this has come up a couple times on the podcast when I've talked to other guests, um, that a lot of people have is about Hunter Harvey. Uh, and we know that he has done fairly well in spring training. He's looked pretty good. He certainly looks like a guy who has potential to be to, to be a good major league starter. Um, 
and I guess he's getting at least one more start in Sarasota, right? Yeah, I mean, I, Hunter Harvey, he's getting that one last start. Um, he's definitely earned it. Uh, I think what they're going to want to see from him, obviously, is how much success will he have in Bowie. We've seen guys in the past have, have success in Bowie. Neither, I mean, even just pitchers or uh, or or hitters in that case. I mean, Manny Machado was a guy that got called up from Bowie in the past. We've seen Michael Givens get called up from Bowie. We've seen many of the Orioles' top prospects just skip AAA altogether and then come from Bowie. So if Hunter Harvey pitches well, I wouldn't be surprised to see him sometime in July um, or even August. So it, it, it's not out of the question that he'll be out on the team this season. I don't think you know you. I don't think you can take that away from him if he pitches well. You have to at least give him a shot because he he was a highly touted prospect. He's just had the injury bug hit him a little bit. So you know if he's if he's healthy and he pitches well, why not call him up at that point? Yeah, I guess the concern about him is just that he has he has pitched so little professionally. He really has like I think 140 some innings under his belt in all the years he's been in the system uh, because of the injuries and things and. It seems like the the consensus for a lot of people seems to be let him have a full year in the minors to really get his arm in shape before you you, you start relying on him in you know in major leagues. And I would think if they brought him up, they might look at him in a kind of a long relief role rather than throwing him into the starting rotation right away. Yeah, I would say the same thing. I think they're going to bring him up the same way that they brought up Bundy, um, throw him in a bullpen, and then once he stretches his arm out and shown that he can have some success out of the bullpen. Uh, he can go and become a starter at least at the end of the season so they could save his inning. Now, we are just a few, I guess, at that, when people are listening to this, we're about nine days away from opening day. So obviously the, the Orioles, like every other team, are going to have to start making some decisions about the 25-man roster. Um, in terms of the positions that are up for grabs, we've talked about the rotation. We think you know Tillman and Wright are going to be in there. Um, we think Harvey's going to be in the minors. Um, what? How does it look in terms of the the end of the the roster, the you know the last few spots, and the people who've been competing for it? How do you see you know, who who's done well in spring training, who hasn't done well? Who do you expect to see on that roster? So I know everybody's been talking about that fourth outfielder role a lot, and uh, they've also been talking about you know what guy will be in the platoon with uh, with Colby Rasmus out in right field. So. Um, one person that I really do believe has a chance, and I mean, he's he's shown every bit of. I mean, he's he's as advertised. I mean, he's he's been good as Anthony Santander. Um, all he does is hit, and he's been hitting pretty well. He's actually played pretty solid defense as well too in spring training, and that's one thing that you know he wasn't talked about much when he was when he did come over from uh, Cleveland in the Rule Five draft. So, you know, he he looks a lot better and a lot more polished than he did last season when it comes to fielding, and I think that was the biggest issue for him. So I feel like if he can field well and if, if he can field in right field, you know, and play both corner outfield positions, we already know that he could play first as well too. So, uh, you know, he'll make himself a little bit more versatile for the Orioles to use, and he'll be a little bit – He'll be a guy that they'll keep around. He he can't play center field, but you know it wouldn't hurt to have another bat like Anthony Santander on that team. What do you see the catching situation shaping up to be? Um, 
assuming uh, is Caleb Joseph going to be the starter from the get-go? Is Cisco going to get a chance? What else, what else might they do with the with the catching? The Orioles, you know, they have Caleb Joseph, Austin Wins, and uh, Chan Cisco. Chan Cisco's been hitting pretty well. Um, Caleb Joseph has been the guy that they go to for the most part. Um, Austin Wins has looked very good on, on defense. Um, and if somehow they could get Caleb Joseph to, you know, man the position as Austin Wins does, that would be a a big get for the Orioles. Um, obviously, right now he doesn't have that that kind of catch and poise that uh, Wins does. Wins is a little bit older, um, so it's not surprising that he has the position a little bit more down pat than uh, Chan Cisco does. So it's it's one of those situations where the Orioles, I believe, will carry Austin Wins and they'll carry uh, Caleb Joseph to start the season. Now Chan Cisco finds that way, um, you know, to get it, get everything together when it comes to defensively, um, you know, they'll be in a better, way better situation to call him up. So, yeah, Caleb Joseph and uh, and Austin Wins will be those two guys, I believe, to start the season off. And how about Austin Hayes? What do we do? We think he's going to make the opening day roster, or is he going to be in the minors? I think he'll be in the minors. He he had he was dealing with the injury for a little bit. Um, I think Colby Rasmus is your guy in right field as of right now. Uh, Anthony Santander is obviously a rule five pick, so he has to stay up for 44 days. Um, but once he once he does, you know, and he's been hitting so well that you can't send him down. This, well, you can't cut him off of the team because he would have to go back to Cleveland. So it's just one of those situations where Austin Hayes can go back down to the minors. Uh, get his health back under him, and everything. Yeah, and it'll go. It'll be in a, a better situation for the Orioles to go uh, forward with in the next couple months. Okay. All right. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. I, I appreciate you having me on. And that's going to do it for another edition of Locked On Orioles. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.